How you doing, Robert? Hi, John. How are you? Can you hear me, Doc? I can indeed, yeah. So today we have um, Juan Marquez, who was um, an ex-Palmarian bishop. Who is an ex-Palmarian bishop? Okay. Um, and he'll be joining us now any second. Hello. Hey, Juan, how are you? How are you, everyone? Everything good, good. Okay? Yeah, it's a beautiful... It's a beautiful day in Ireland. Very good. A little bit breezy. here in Lichtenstein. Yeah, beautiful. Hi, Young. How are you? Not too bad. Yourself? Not too bad at all. Not too bad at all. It's sunny weather down there in Costa del Wexford. Oh, yes, in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Mexico is uh, beautiful. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a little bit, um, little bit uh, cloudy in the morning, but we changed, you know, um, and. And that's very yeah. hot now and windy. It's very nice. It's Perfect. nine. Perfect. <laughs> so we, we get started, lads. No. Um, okay. I, so go ahead there, uh, Robert, and you can introduce yourself there. Yeah, well, I think everybody who listens to the podcast knows that I'm the ex Father Guido. I was in Palmar for 16 years. I was a missionary in. South America for, for, for the Palmarian Church and I run the Facebook page Palmarian Church Iglesia Palmariana. My, uh, the email if anybody wants to contact us is palmarianchurch at gmail.com And likewise anybody wants to hit on my fitter, uh, Twitter feed it's JJS underscore 853 Like the others I wasn't the bishop but I was a, a member of the Palmarian Church since I was born for about 27 years so Oh, so I am Juan Marquez, ex um, uh, father Damaso Maria. I joined Palmar in the in the beginning of the nineties, nineteen ninety two, and I was living in Palmar until we were expelled in two thousand. So uh, after that, I took maybe it took me three three or two years or three years to realize you no know, everything about. The Palmarian chore is a scam, and yeah. everything was fake. Yeah, um, we, we, we'll get to know. that there in a second. But uh, what what country are you from, Juan? I'm from Peru. Peru. From and what what Peru. were the conditions like when you were growing up? How was it for you as a as a, a youth in Peru? Yes, I have to say, you know, in Peru, you know, it was a big change. You know, it was we, we were in troubles by you know politics and terrorism and poverty. And a lot mm-hmm. of corruption in the government, and then after that, you have, um, you know, it was starting the wars. You know, the you know Iraq, the when Iraq invaded Kuwait, so mm-hmm. it was starting the war, and at the same time, in uh, it was an a kind of apparition place in Chile, that's called Piedra Blanca. So it was a, a seer, a visionary who was claiming that he had a, a, a bridging media apparition about the end of the war and and uh, talking about the dangerous the communism dangerous in the war and mm-hmm. and supporting Pinochet regime no at yeah. the same time in Peru in my area so in my in my in my, in my city it was many um, uh, places where the Virgin Mary um, statue you know imagine you know a little you know sky um, you know, statue. The, the statue, you know, 
Yeah. Uh, it was crying blood, you know, bleeding, bleeding blood okay. by the, in the eyes. You know, and did, and did you see that yourself? Did your family go to these places or did you just hear about it? I know I hear about it, and it was, it, the, the media was giving a lot, a lot of, you know, a lot of attention. Uh, in, exactly. So in the mm-hmm. TV, in the newspaper, the Beijing media is bleeding the, by, the, by the eyes, it's crying blood, yeah. and it's because we are bad. We are something coming to the world, very dangerous. Yeah. You know, at the and, end and of what, the world. What year was this one? What year around was this? Uh, it was the ninety eighty eight. 1989, you know, sometimes, you know, my, my, my father, my mom went to the church, you know, a couple of times or three times per year, you know, okay. for, for occasion. But I was, you know, I, I have respect for the Catholic Church, but I know I was feeling something like a, a obligated to go to the church. But at the same time, I was very happy, a happy kid, you know, I was very yeah. happy. So yes. I don't need When, I, when I was in Peru, I mean, there's no comparison between how the Irish practice their faith and the Peruvians practice their faith. I mean, I used to call I used to call the Peruvians the the Holy Catholic Apostolic and Peruvian Church because <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did think right. they, they did things their own way, you know, totally different yeah. to the Irish, you know? D- Dif- so different cultures, different yeah, cultures. totally, totally. And how did your family then um, manage to hear of Palmar in a small little Andal- Andalusian town many thousands of miles away? That's my fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I, my brother, my brother, so my, my cousin was the first who met Palmar. No? My cousin Joselito, no? he met okay. Palmar. And my cousin uh, um, invited my other brothers to go into the church. You know, in this time, Robert, uh, Father Guido was was just came to Palmar, they just came from Palmar to the mission in Peru. So okay. it, was more young, it was more younger. Uh, it looks, uh, he was looking a good, a good guy, you know, who mm-hmm. was leaving his his vocation, you know. But yeah. uh, in this time, I was a little bit um, skeptic because I was a heavy metal guy, you know, rock, long hair. No, you know, <laughs> brother knows that. Yeah. Uh, long hair and I was in a, a normal friend. a normal teenager a normal teenager and, and I, I very hair, very I'm very healthy you know no never was smoking something or drinking a, a heavy drinker you know I was yeah. having party with my friend concert uh, you know many re- social reunion with friends uh, and happy, yeah. uh, beach, you know very very good your, your family were very decent family you know very yeah, yeah. very decent yeah exactly okay. Very similar, you know, workers and, you know, working all the time and very responsible. And so what, what, what was the point when you said to yourself, OK, or your family said, OK, we're going to join Palmer? Uh, maybe, well, my mom, my mom thinks, my mom was thinking that maybe, you know, enjoying to Palmar helped us, you know, to be still good guy because in this time the terrorism was attacking Lima, you know, you know, Lima was in troubles. Yeah. Um, you know, and many friends of mine, was involved in drugs as well, you know, and mm-hmm. and, and and things like that. Uh, my mom said, "Well, if I, the church is no, it's no big problem for them. It's not dangerous. It's okay. They, I will let it go, you know." So, yeah. 
But uh, you know, I was totally skeptical until the end. You know, I, my brother made Palmar in the 1988. So mm -hmm. first time I went to Palmar was in 1989. So one year later. Okay. One year And what later. was your what was your impression when you went to Palmar? Ah, my impression was, you know, I met Robert and, uh, I, I, you know, I feel confident with him because... I, I think when, you know, when, when Juan says he went to Pangar, he means he came to the chapel, no? Yes, the mean? chapel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I met, I met Robert and Robert explained me, you know, that we are uh, the Pope in, in, you know, the Pope in, in Rome is not the Pope. He's, he's uh, the real priest. He, ha he celebrated a real mass. And mm -hmm. especially, he said, you know, the Virgin Mary apparitions in Palmar. So yeah. I was interested in what's happening. So he brought, uh, he, he, uh, he gave me the, the book, the message. And I was reading part of this message, um, part of the apostolate, uh, you know, documents like, uh, you know, the, um, the Holy Face message or the Virgin Mary message. So that, that's, the, that's the blue book that's since been destroyed, right, Robert? Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. Basically, okay. Yeah, in time, it was many, many of these books, you know, in, in many missionaries have these books. Yeah. Uh, and I was looking at that message talking about the end of the world as well, you know, the, the, the punishment to the, 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 you know, to the war uh, by yeah. the law, you know. And See, I think the, there, was, um, there was a Palmarian apostolate in Argentina who used to publish yes. their own books. So, translation okay. from. So they had these two small books, leaflets, pamphlets, a bit, a bit more, you know, about 10 or 15 pages long with principal messages, you know? Okay. And that's what um, we used there. And just to go back over what Juan is saying there, um, you know, when he when, he, when he talking about, you know, problems in Lima and uh, we were talking about the shining path, which is the Sendero Luminoso. They were yes. a, a communist group who were trying to take over the country. They were. There was massacre. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, Lima being the capital of Peru, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's right. a crazy, yeah. a crazy yeah. time. Yeah. Tur turmoil. Turmoil. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, right. back, back to you, Juan. Um, when you since when you came to Pomar the first time, how long did it take you to start um, getting the feeling that you wanted to be to join the order as a bishop? Well, when when I joined, like as a as a faithful. Yeah. Now later yeah, yeah. on, like as you joined at the faithful, you went first time to Pomar in 1989. How long did it take you to start um, feeling that no, you wanted to join? No, he came to the chapel when he was in 1989. Ah, oh, okay. Came to the chapel, 1989. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and then I was uh, traveling with Rob, with Father Guido, for the missions. So yep. in one occasion, in one occasion, me and Robert we were we were in trouble. You remember trouble? We kidnapped, were in a bus. With kidnapped. What? Kidnapped. By, Yeah, we were yeah. kidnapped and by by terrorism very well, you know. By the Sendero, by the, by the Shining Path, yeah. Yeah, they shot, they, shot a, they shot a guy right beside us. They shot a guy dead right yeah, beside us. The, oh, well, she's, it's a in the head, you know, yeah. And, uh, in the head, and they were they were they were saying they will kill us as well. They took us out of the bus, and 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 then the police appeared, and uh, with a big shoot in you know, between them, and, and they rescued. You know? So when Juan crazy. says, when Juan it's says crazy. the police, we're not talking about the Garda Shiakana in Ireland. We're talking about <laughs> yeah. these guys yeah. are yeah. armed to the hilt, shooting machine guns in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's terrible. They're not, how bad it cowboys. I, I think, I, I think cowboys. This was this, this was yeah. slaughtered. They were, were going to shoot everybody. 
literally. Yeah, and this and this experience, uh, I think, made me think that maybe God wants me to 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 be in Palmar, no? As a vocation. As, as many people, not as not as hard as that, but many people had sort of uh, lives where they needed help or they were in a, a messy situation, could be it mental health or family problems, etc., or po- poverty, yeah. and in your case, extreme or a revolution. Yes. Um, so it, it, it turns up your guilt and it turns up your senses to search for a greater meaning in life, no? Yes, yes. No, and I... I, I, I... Go ahead, John. Go ahead. No, no, and, and then, you know, because after this this uh, traumatic, you know, uh, um, uh, kidnapping, we, we was thinking, looking for message, and all the messages appearing in my eyes was like, a, uh, uh, we have to collaborate with the Virgin Mary for to save the world. So I was feeling like, a, 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 so God saved my life this day, this day, this day yeah. so I need to pay them. So, so you want, yeah, exactly. I, I get that, and, and then you want to save your own country in that regard, you know, from the communism exactly. that which which Pomar preached against. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But just going back quickly, because that's a very interesting point. Yeah, go ahead. Just to you know to kind of give you an outline of what the likes of South America look. Like. I mean, Catholic priests, Roman Catholic priests. You know, they were getting married. They were living. You know, they were living with women. Um. They, they kind of got themselves a bad name very quickly. Um, so, so what was jumping up a lot was a lot of these small groups, no? Oh, yeah. yes. oh yes, a lot. More, it was in my, in my, in my, in my, in my village, in my, in my, in my, um, in my, in my, in my town, in every corner, one more month, Jehovah's Witness, uh, Bautism, Bautism, Pentecostals, Evangelicals, it's a lot of religious groups uh, try to re- uh, recruiting people from the area, you know, yeah. for to but that, be, that, that, seems, that seems to be a worldly um, kind of thing in the 1980s. There was a lot of Marian apparitions, a lot of talk about religious. Yes. Um, it seems that oh, past the, through the hippie age and everybody kind of lost it. Then they all went back to it in the 80s. No, it seems to be everywhere. Ireland as well. You used to have people walk around the streets all over the place in Dublin in the 80s. No. Yes, in the, in the 80s. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Oh, but this, the crazy this, 80s. As, as an Irish guy going over there, this was incredible what I saw. Uh, Do you know what I mean? And yeah. the Catholic Church was gone to the dog. It was easy for me to criticize them as a missionary because mm. they, were, they were just open to criticism. Um, yeah. And just, just to finish up on that point, it's very interesting about that kidnapping thing. Were you in your cassock at that stage, Robert? Yeah. yeah. And how did you just get out of the situation? It was just look or... Were you able to talk your way um, out? Or? I think my side, Juan probably remembers. But Juan has a much yeah. better memory than I have. Well, the, um, the, the guy, one, the guy who who died, who died by shoot, he said he tell to you, you come down your your hand, or put your hand, and you relax. Do you remember? He said relax, and and then Robert tried to give me his his uh, ring, his special ring. To me, <laughs> and, and and the money and the little roll of money, but everything fall down in the floor. And if the bus was the bus was still running, you know, so the the ring come to the driver somewhere, and Robert said, "Don't move, don't move." But when they started the shooting, Jesus, glasses everywhere, and shoot, and, and noise, and people screaming, and and yeah, there were lot. There was a shootout on the bus. The bus, yeah. Terrible. We were we were on an eight-hour trip. It was an eight, the bus was for I think it was eight or ten hours, wasn't it? And um, yes. wound up to Pura. Yeah. 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 So they, right, they yeah. got on the bus. They were going to rob the bus. 
um, there was a, gar- a policeman on the bus. He started shooting at them. They started shooting back at him. That's right. And yeah. then they smashed windows and, 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 and some people started jumping. While the bus was going, they jumped out of the bus. Yes. Um, and I could feel the, you know, the, what's it called? What's pulverine in English? Uh, uh, the, the gun, the oh, gun. Yeah. The, the gun powder. Yeah. The powder, the gun powder. You, you could smell it. Yeah, and, smell it. Uh, so the guy who got, Juan is saying there is that what the, the guy who, um, and this influenced Juan, you see, with the guy who got shot, he came past me and I had the cassock on and he said, okay, you can put your hands down. You're okay. Okay. Mm. And next yeah. thing, someone stood up and shot him in the head, right That's beside right, him. Yeah, yeah. Right, so this, this is what Juan is saying. This is he saw this. This, this was amazing. Even for yeah, me, I, it was I, like, what's going I, I, on here? Remember, he, he, I remember. I hear here he he died, dying, saying, "Sorry, sorry, sorry." Yeah, three in times. Spanish, sorry. In Spanish, said, "Perdona me," three times. Perdona me, perdona me, perdona me. And he died. And died yeah. Died, yeah. And we I had to. to- Walk over him to get off the bus. Walk over, yeah. Jesus, That's sick. Remember, yeah. Jesus, a bloody stuff. But I felt like a little miracle for you guys, right? Yeah. This is what Juan is saying. This is what it sound Juan, looked like. It, mm. it was, and it was very strange because after that we shanked the bus, we traveling, and me and Robert we didn't say nothing about it in all the trip, even mm-hmm. in the when we were in the mission for three weeks. Yeah. We, we weren't talking about. No, you remember? No, no mention about this. Very yeah. strange. It was very strange. It's like a not nothing happened. You know what I mean? It's like an aftershock. The aftershock. You don't want to. You don't yeah, want to open like the a, Pandora's yeah, it box. Was, it was a shock. It was shock, just yeah. a shock because I mean they took us off the bus and they had guns pointed at us, and yeah. they said to us, if we moved, they were going to shoot us. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And, and, a, and a pregnant woman was sitting beside me on the ground. Yeah. That's right. Starts right. saying to me, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have my baby." My baby. So she stood oh, up, yes. and the guy said to her, "I'm going to shoot you if you don't sit down." So I, I stood up and pulled her down. I, I think Juan stood up. Well, we just had to get her down because they're going to shoot us. They're going to shoot us, yeah, definitely. That's crazy. Yeah. So uh-huh. that was a big uh, turning point for you, Juan, I guess, and that uh, set you on the path then to uh, towards going into the order in Palmar, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And how long after this incident did you join the order then? That's the one, I think that was in 1991, um, okay. 1991 in March, I think. So, and then I say to Robert, I want to join to, to Palmar. So, um, Robert, uh, Robert sent my, my, uh, my application mm-hmm. for, for to join Palmar. And then when he came back from the mission, he bring me, brought me the, the, you know, the, another application more for to refill, no? Yeah. And I was waiting for uh, Isidore. The, the the answer and the answer and, and the documents for to ap- apply in the, in the uh, Spanish embassy my visa my green visa mm-hmm. for to enjoy to Palmar. So I okay. received that received that in 1990, 1992. So I starting uh, everything for to for to enjoy Palmar in October 1992. So so that's night. Uh, just to clarify something about an application. Some people say, "Oh, they must have a process to go through." No, they hadn't. Mm. I went up. I went yeah. to Father and I said, um, "Look, I have this chap <laughs> who, uh, you know, very, very pious guy, and he'd like to give the order a, a go." Yeah, bring him over. Yeah, yeah. That was the in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, bring him over. 
<laughs> so how long how long were you a brother then afterwards Juan? How long how long did it take you to, uh, when you came and arrived in Palmar? How long did it take you to be a brother to be, to become a bishop? How long was that process? Oh, nine months. I I, uh, I was I I joined Palmar in October 1992, mm. and I was a brother until September of 1993. So okay. I remember the 11th of September. I think it was 11th of September when I in the night at 10 o'clock, Father yep. Carlos, the Polish uh, Polish superior, he he told me uh, Holy Father called called. Called and he said he want to be uh, he want to be uh, he want to be the ordination to the five brothers. Mm -hmm. So uh, he asked me, "No, you want to be ordained? You want to be ordained? Come on, answer!" I was totally shocked. And everyone, Father Ezekiel, Father uh, the group of Father Oliver, yes, 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 you go, go to be ordained, go, go back. You know, mm -hmm. and it was okay. Yeah, no, it, it, it was do? basically jump in the bus, go back yeah, to Seville, the, no? Jump yes, in the bus. <laughs> Yeah, jump in the bus. Come on, come on. No, 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 no time to us. Come on. Jesus. Don't think too much. Yeah, in the bus, in the bus, father, uh, what's the father, uh, what do you call this? Uh, Gallego, ¿cómo se llama el padre? Is, um, Dimas. The old guy. No, no, this uh, father, oh, Jesus. This is very, the old, it was ceremony master, what do you call it? Oh, father, Leandro. Leandro. Father Leandro. Father Leandro, Father Ezequiel, Father many. And all in the bus say, you have to, JC, yes, you say yes, say yes, no problem. You will be ordinary and we'll be happy and God wants it. You know. uh, how old were you at this stage? How, how, what age were you? I was 20, 21 years old. Okay, so that's a lot of pressure for a young guy, no? Yeah, no and, and then the first year, like a brother, as a brother, you know, I was over a lot of, you know, a lot of um, uh, pressure because brother need to prepare the candle brother was doing uh, cleaning and was uh, doing the had a lot of work yeah. yeah a lot of work at the same time i was when i was a brother i was my first time when i i i um, work with father uh, nicolas you know bringing to clemente's nights you know you remember mm. brother? that was i was a brother when father justo father justo came to my room he said brother damaso brother gonzalo Put your cassock. You have to bring Father Nicholas to hold the general house because Holy Father is looking for him. So okay. we didn't understand at why. At two o'clock in the morning. At two o'clock in the morning. Two or three o'clock in the morning. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no questions. They say yeah. go and back. So it's, we all, it's all to do, all to do with obedience. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so what? Obedience. What kind of? Just to get a quick picture. What kind of training <laughs> did they give you within those nine months? Just, just nothing. Just doing work like a you know, uh, uh, mop the, the floors. Um, uh, when kitchen, I was in Palmar, kitchen prepared. staff, kitchen staff, no, kitchen staff. Yeah, exactly, kitchen staff. No um, wonder they wanted to get you ordinated as quick as possible, no? Because yeah, because we we have we have some class for the liturgia, but liturgia is just only to for to how to know how to make the how to make the holy mass. You know, you know, yeah. we were doing like a mimic, like a what you call. Um, yeah, 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 mimicking the mass, yeah. That's it. That's it. That was every day, every day, mm -hmm. every day. A half an hour, that, wasn't that, it? That's, yeah. And that's for the listeners. That's um, that's uh, the Pomerian rite, not the traditional rite, right? That's the Pomerian no, rite that no, was in Pomer. No, no. The never, never, mass. never we talk about about you know theology of or church tradition or you know nothing about that. It's everything or, was. Or, 
you had apostolates, you know, you weren't being no. trained to be a missionary. Don't forget that. Mm. There was none of that. Nothing. That's right. Yeah. That's so now, right. so now you're a priest. Um, you've after being pressured, as it seems, as you've just told by the older priests, they really wanted to get you ordinated. No, um, yeah. how was how was the feeling that night when you were ordinated? How was that for you? Oh Jesus! In my, my ordination, I I, I arrived to Palm, from Palmar to Sevilla at around eleven o'clock. The ordination starting at one o'clock. Hmm. So we were in one o'clock, two o'clock. Are we finished? Maybe half three. Yep. I don't know, well, you know, half three, and then we went into the into the the refectory for a dinner, you know, for for a for a supper. Supper, yeah, supper. And we were totally tired, but I was, you know, looking. For, I, I was very tired. I was to I wanted to go to the bed, you know, but yep. we went to the bed, and the next morning at seven o'clock. So I used to sleeping maybe one hour and a half. So mm, when I went, up, I saw, and I saw the ring in my in my in my finger, and I I say to myself. What, what I do, no? Yeah, what I do. it was a shock. What I do, no? What I do, she's crying, yeah. you know. And, and, and it, I, sorry, go on. And then, and you know, what I do, and then the treatment to me was the same like every brother. So kitchen stuff. Yep. No, that's it. Okay, so after now you're a priest or sorry, you're a bishop, no? Um, cardinal. Uh, cardinal. Cardinal. Yeah, I, yeah, I the, think the, the last cardinals. Yeah. Ah, so he abolished it after the, afterwards, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, so you were a cardinal at that stage at 21 years of age with nine months training and the most of that training was mopping the floor. Um, yeah. So moving on then, you're, 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 you're a cardinal at this time, no? Um, yeah. What was your impression of Clemente in, in those years? Yeah, so in this time, Clemente was more in the streets, you know, more in parties. You mm. know, I realized in that first two years or three years, Clemente yeah. was mostly in the street, you know, in the parties, in the night. Yep. Uh, for three days, two days, yep. you know. Were well, you ever with him? Uh, I I was I was one time maybe after three years. You know, I was in ninety maybe nineteen ninety four when when he invited me for a he was already drunk in a in a pub in Sevilla, and he called uh, nine cardinals, nine bishops more. No, so I joined them in the in, in Santi Ponce in Sevilla, and he gave us a hug, everyone. And then, okay, drink. And he, everybody have a beer, have a piece of, you know, a, a steak with potatoes and soup. And he was sleeping. So we were, we were eating. He was sleeping drunk. And then he wake up <laughs> and he starting, I say to, to the barman, give me some um, uh, some uh, brandy. I want brandy. You know, a big cup of brandy drinking, another cup of brandy, another cup of the different you know, liquors, no? Yeah. And, so you and, and, you know, and the other father, you know, the, the, the thing, the other group was drinking beers and wine and mixing and kind of ham. And, but they told me to me, like, a, Don Juan, Father Damas, don't scandalize, don't be scandalized, no, don't be scandalized about that. It's normal because Jesus Christ invites his friends, so the Holy Father invites his friends too. So, if you see something strange, don't feel strange. Everything is normal. Yeah, and I they, say, they, they stood up and just uh, play dumb, no? Yeah. Well, the like the likes of Father Marcus, who's um, the 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 present Palmarian leader's brother, would say, "Oh, he needs to do that. He needs to get out. He's under a lot yeah. of stress." Yes. You yeah, know. Yeah. And even 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 uh, Eliseo, you know, Father, you know, Eliseo, as a, when he was three, he was very uh, the, one of the favorites of Clemente. 
in the yeah. in the night out. And Clement and, and Liceo came to me and say, oh, how are you? You know, enjoy, you know, don't feel, you know, totally, you know, his attitude was totally different than in the convent because in the convent, he was very antisocial, you know, very, um, you know, very, uh, what do you call, recogido. Reserved. Very reserved, you know. Okay. But when he was drinking, he was Jesus, the, the, the soul of the party, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, he had a very big charisma that came out more when he was drinking alcohol, as I've heard before, no? Yeah. 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 So basically, John, basically, you had 14 priests there lined up on the bar, yeah. you know? And Clemente had fallen asleep. I mean, he had fallen asleep. He was so pissed. He had fallen asleep. Mm. Uh, and that's not the only occasion that happens. Yeah. Every time, you know, every every week. And then he didn't appear in the in the list in the convent. So he no come to Palmar for celebrating mass except the the days and the the, the big fest, no, the four times in the, in the during the year. Yeah. But the rest of that sometimes it was for for weeks. Didn't appear in the windows, in the corridors. He was in the room. Mm. Or, or, or he was boring and he say at 12 o'clock in the in the midday. Uh, father da, father tea, father da. Come on with me. I'm gone. Yeah, uh, just, a quick, just a quick question about Clemente there. I just want to cut in. I asked Robert as well about this. Um, when you were, as your time within as a cardinal, have, did you ever see Clemente fall into apparition, run on his knees or anything like that? No, never, never. So you only no, heard I mean, about it like word of mouth, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, it's interesting. But, because but, John, but John, he would say he had visions every day of the week. You know? Yeah, so. I'm, I'm just getting to the point where I, I've never spoken to anybody that's directly seen something. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. So, so Clemente until night after Father Elias died, dead, when Father Elias died in 1996, mm. okay, uh, Clemente, Clemente was his life was totally, totally party, totally corruption. You no, know? but mm. when Father Elias died, he's starting to feel afraid that the dead. You know, so he got a shock. The, it was shock, and he started to say to us, "The wine, no more, no more wine for a while, or just half a glass of wine." And he started to be a, a little bit cranky with everyone, mm. you know, and and, and saying things like, a, uh, we need to make more penance. We need to pray what? one hour more uh, uh, of the rogativas. What do you call this procession? Yeah, the rogations, yeah, to collect yeah, more. Yeah. yeah, and more stuff, and more uh, the, the, the you know the justifying rosary as well to play. Yeah, and, words, yeah. and he was saying, uh, started to say that. We need to work more in that in the in the sacred history, sacred history, you know, the ex, mm. uh, Holy Bible, the Palmarian Bible, sorry. Yeah. Before the Palmarian Bible, he starting to yeah to to thinking about the Palmarian Bible, no? Yeah. And then he 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 say, you know, like uh like the he have apparitions, you know, visions. You no, know? one night imagine we came from Palmar and the night and he say, uh no, we have a a, a vision from God that we saw this communities are for us no the communities is in complete chaos and corruption oh. we say, and we need to make more penance and and I no who who celebrate mass in uh, in um, uh, what you call in suspensions because it's a it's a sacrilege you know 
ah, if he was screaming, you know, everybody was ter- terrified. You know, he was yeah. everybody was totally in shock. But, but that um, what he what he did to you in, in that regard, he used to push his own guilt and yes. um, the guilt that he felt within inside himself and um, yes. whatever religious upbringing he had and he enforced rules on others when he felt that guilt so the guilt he felt inside annoyed him and he yes. blamed others for his own sins basically. exactly yeah exactly that still happens in pomar today and that filtered on down through the faithful which is quite interesting as well even uh, men could be excused for sinning or we're looking at women it's always the women's fault this whole way of thinking in Palmar, you know, blame others for your own guilt. That's where the scrupulousness came from. So it actually started all with Clemente, obviously he's the charismatic leader of the sect, so it's natural. The the cultish behaviours, of course, began began with him and then the rest just followed suit. That was it. Yeah, 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 you need to think think about this, John. He'd been gone out for years on years after, you know, the week after week, you know, and then 1996, all of a sudden, he gets this shock. Your man yeah. Ali has done it. Yeah. He stops. He stops drinking for a while. So he has this yeah. massive, massive, and yeah. you know, yeah. um, he, he's not drinking, so he, he's wrecked. You know, he's totally wrecked. His body is wrecked. He's yeah. sick. So he takes I'm, it out on everybody. I'm, I'm paranoid. I'm, parano- I'm paranoid. I'm one paranoid. One night. And one night. One night. I remember. He, he, we were in the from uh, we came from Palmar in the night, and we were in the list when Clemente says, in the, you know, in the middle of the list, Clemente say, "Hey, who you are? Fadisidor, someone is here beside me. Who you are? What you mm, want? Who are you? Please, please!" And everybody, Father Father Samuel, Father Jackson came to the you know came upstairs, and Father, uh, Clemente Clemente screamed, uh, "Father Samuel, bring the bring the gun." No, bring the gun, bring the gun, bring the gun, for, for God's sake, who is here, you know? So everybody yeah, was in shock, what's happening here? You said, bring the gun. Bring the gun. Yeah. Clemente okay. said, bring what the gun. gun? So Clemente, Clemente, Clemente was, was passing lists. They did that six or seven times a day. That was to check that everybody was there. Yeah. Um, and he, as, John, as Juan was saying, he was paranoid. Next thing he, he said, someone's behind me. Who's there? Yeah. And he, he yeah. really meant it, because he started yeah. shouting. And he yes, told yes. he told Father Ezekiel to get the gun. Get the mm-hmm. gun, yeah. Yeah, get the gun, yeah. And that's that's interesting in itself. But how many guns did they were they in possession of at that time? Who knows? I, I think I, 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 Father Benjamin said to me that Father Isidro have a gun in his office in his office. Uh-huh. Father Benjamin said to me one day, he said Father Isidro have a gun in the office. Yeah, but you have to ask yourself, what were they paranoid about? Were they paranoid because they were abusing people that one day somebody was going to do a full metal jacket? Or yeah. a full metal jacket mean and rise up against them? Or were they afraid from their tradings or dealings from the outside? What were they afraid of, do you think? Yeah. Sorry, excuse me. Did you understand that? So what do you think, why did they have a gun? What? Why did they need to feel the need for this protection? Was it just basic paranoia or was it a fear that maybe because they were abusing the priests and bishops underneath them that one day they might rise up against them um, or were they afraid from external people that might come and, and, and do something to them what was the need for them to have a gun you know I don't know I, I, you know but uh, little by little Father Father Benjamin was you know dropped me some ideas you know that yeah. uh, Father Carlos or you know Father Carlos so I did someone called Carlos Don Carlos was uh, giving guns as a, as a gift 
and probably that going come from from him because as okay. well someone someone gave to 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 Fadisir one Winchester uh, what they call a, a Winchester rifle as well yeah yeah uh, have a guns you know rifle rifles and guns is, is and then Father Benjamin told me that it was more weapons more weapons in the in Palmar in, in Palmar uh, in Palmar. So the what is the superior dependence? You know, you know the the room of the. They live, yeah, with the superior live. Yeah, yeah. They have a they have a caja fuerte. How they call this? Um, a safe. Yeah, safe. You know, and they have a, have a weapon in there. Okay. So, for you know, we, we, we in this time I was thinking, you know, we were thinking one day we were uh, we will will go to be you know like an army. So yeah. nothing strange to me, you know, about the if I if I saw weapons in the in the the community, you know what I mean? It's funny that many years later, Chinez took that literally and made an army, literally. Yeah, yes, that's right. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, so it had, red, I, I saw red, myself. Well, I, I said I said that to you before, um, John. John, that I don't think I was the only one who were in the community who would have taken up arms for them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It, it was, we were so brainwashed. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, very, very, very brainwashed. You know. Because... Yeah, I feel, I remember myself feeling that I would, I would definitely die for Palmar. No. Um, oh yeah. My family. And we were, the, we were, we were the card. Remember, we were the cardinals. We were going to lead you. Yeah, not the <laughs> cardinals, princes, right? Yeah. Oh, princes. Yeah, we're cardinals. Princes of the yeah. church. Yeah. Princes of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and 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 you know, princes of the universe and. And many of those, many of us, we were, we, you know, we we go with Clemente to Russia, and you know, to conquest uh, Jerusalem, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was thinking that was imminent, you know. I, I, I said to myself, I will see that. I yeah. will be there, you know. I will be there with him, you know. Mm. It's, it's embarrassing what we believed. It's embarrassing what we believed. We believed yeah. we were going to go with him to Russia, yeah. you know, put the holy face in in Moscow, yes. and then we were going to go to Jerusalem. And we'd be crucified with him, and we'd yes. rise from the dead. We believe yes. that shit. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. And we, we that's right. We live that, and we wait we, because you know that that it's no, it's not was too much thing inter, interesting in Palmar except that, you know, we were dreaming, that the, the, yeah. the, the time comes. Yeah, no, you know, we were waiting. Hopefully, you know, tomorrow everything comes. Yeah right now because the whole the holy ready. spirit is coming now the holy spirit is yeah. coming out coming get ready now, yeah. yeah but that never, that never stopped and it, that intensified after 2000 when you guys left so that uh the coming now is next week the antichrist father is one of the ex-bishops and all that but we'll get to that now in a minute when you oh, say just, uh, john just let me finish one point then yeah, on, please Go if ahead. you if we, when we saw the reaction of the death of elias father elias yeah. on mm. clement and it was mm-hmm. bad. I can yeah. only imagine what happened in the year 2000 when 26 of us were thrown out. Mm-hmm. He must have been wrecked. He must have been totally paranoid. He must have been totally depressed. So yeah, he non- decided, I'm going to take this out on everybody. And that's when it all started. And really, no, no, That's exactly what he did. He sermonized every single day and he talked about the group until he died. Yeah. yeah. And that's so all. Hines, Hines, Hines and Eliseo have just picked that up. That's all. Yes, that's yeah. right. But Hines, of course, we all know what Hines did. But anyway, yeah, we we get to, we get to him in a second. Though, how was uh, Isidore for you, Juan? Like, what did you feel like him as a personality? What was he like? 
Yeah, no, he was totally, totally out of the, you know, it was the, like a, like a la, public relation, you know, he was the, 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 the guy behind the light, you know, he was, a, his life was just only, uh, he was accepted to, accept the, you know, the community life. He yeah. got exception, exception, totally exception. It's like a, another guy who's working for the community, you know, for the for the church. Yeah. His life was totally. In the day when I, you know, I, I hear in your podcast, it was my, uh, I had an experience. One day I came with Father Elias uh, for a lunch in the house of the two gays guys. No. What were they and, called? What was what was their names? One. Uh, the, the hermanos. Hermanos. Um, oh, Jesus. Um, the, I know it's on the tip of my tongue, but anyway, sorry, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, well, the Cortez, Cortez, and you know, well, uh, and and then finally, I bring me to the, to the brought me to the, the house, and then he started take take a sock off. He, I would take yeah. a shower. And he went to the room. Oh, finally, I said, your 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 bedroom in there. So finally, see your bedroom. So finally, open the door, and I, I saw he have a wardrobe with black white uh, shirts. Um, white, uh, black pants, shoes, yeah. like, yeah. you know. And, uh, I, just want explain, I just want to explain to the listeners quickly, Juan, why that's important. Um, Juan was saying there that they, the, the top brass of the church at the time took off their cassocks when they were outside the, the, the church grounds where the faithful yeah. wouldn't have seen them, no? And the point yeah. is that for years and years and years, Tamar was preaching how Rome has fallen, The reason, one of the reasons being that they take off their cassocks, no? And that's the hypocrisy that we're, we're talking about right now. Go ahead, one. Yeah, and then they said to me, that, uh, they said to me, you're relaxed today because we, we have a, a barbecue with some friends. So don't be silly. The father Leah said to me, no? Don't be yeah. silly, okay? Um, and then many people came, so starting mm -hmm. a barbecue and beside the swimming pool. So we bring cigarettes, uh, drink, uh, wine, um, sangria. And we waited from, from three o'clock in there until half 12 in the night, mm. you know? And that, they made me drink. So finally I say, drink, drink, and, and tell us uh, funny jokes. You know, I trying to remember funny jokes, you know, to say. <laughs> no, no funny jokes. Sex, no, sexual, jokes. sexual sexual jokes and i was feeling ashamed and i'm feeling weird you know yeah. in this in this thing but uh, they of course, tried to of course we feel weird they're preaching on the one hand virtue and be good and everybody's a sinner and on the other hand they're telling you to sin like basically and he said to me father leah said to me if i you uh, he said good boy he said to me no good boy if you are your if your if your um, behavior will be like that all the time I will take I will take you more time with me, you know, because you it's okay. But I was okay. feeling very bad. I was feeling very, uh, very bad, you know. And what for Hopefully, Isidro present at this time? And Father Isidro was for a, for a little while with us, and then he he went he went with he came with Father Joseph, Father Jose, mm. uh, the German. Yeah. But he was totally he was totally sad because he he was washing the floor, you know, and you know the head up, head, head, you know, with the. Totally disappointed he was, no? But I was uh, in there. So Father Isidore was disappointed in Father Elias or what? No, no, no. Father Father Jose. Father Joseph. Okay. You know, remember Father Jose? Yeah, Jose he, yeah he was disappointed. Okay, okay, yeah. The guy, he was totally, he was a part of the, of the of those, no? But yeah. Father Elias, I was a little bit, 
you know, it was drinking because he drink, drink, and remember funny jokes. Remember, remember. Ten, yeah, yeah. Ten of pressure, but what was Father Isidore's reaction to Father Leo saying that to you? Nothing. 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 He was laughing. He was laughing. laughing. He was laughing. laughing. Smoking yeah. cigarette. Smoking cigarette like a normal, like a cigarette, and you know, drinking with a hand, cigarette yeah, the other hand. Right very interesting for people like that, that were faithful that weren't bishops because uh, he always came across as the holy kind of a who wanted to be a pious person and he was very strict and he you know he wouldn't let you away with nothing as a faithful yeah. you know no and then yeah, I, but I he, there was one rule one rule for everybody else another rule for him yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean I you think about it what Juan has just said there they actually had their own rooms in that apartment it wasn't that they were just going to yeah. grab a shower they, they had their own wardrobes, their own change of clothes, all there. Yeah, that's right, yeah. They're holiday home. It's a big house, villa, one villa, you know. A big house with swimming pool and gardens. And, yeah, you know, what, what is that, Robert, what he just said? One billion, what, to say this? Sorry? What, 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 what was that figure on that? What was the price on that house? No, that's a different house. These are two, um, these are two fellas who worked on Our Ladies. Pre, uh, at, the, at the beginning, worked on our ladies' um, okay, uh, perfect. clothes. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Um, I just wanted to ask you one as well because Hines had such a big role um, in the later years in Palmar, no? Um, if so, I think he would be second place after after Clemente in the way he affected the church. Um, Isidore, in his own right, was a tyrant as well, and we've discussed that in other podcasts. But I want to know, what did you think of Kinez? He wasn't superior at that time. What was he like with you? How did you perceive Kinez? When when Kinez uh, became a superior, he was saying, oh, don't worry about guys because I don't want to be hard. I don't want to be, you know, hard with like a Father Elias. I want to be normal. Mm. Little by little, little by little, he's starting to be a little bit fussy, a little bit cranky, a little bit bossy. And, yep. and then the you know he was abusing and I have a, a lot of you know arguments with him and mm-hmm. you know and and he tell us, about, tell us about one of those arguments just one this one argument because Father Benjamin he was took me for to work in the convent in the nuns convents many times as and an electrician now you're working as an electrician as an electrician yes yeah and, and many times for do nothing just to just for to escape from from the routine of Palmar you know. See, mm-hmm. We go to the to the nuns convent to see something. So then change, we a bull, change a bulb. So change the bulb, yeah. Change a bulb for two hours in there, you know. And then okay. he was shouting with a mother superior, shouting like a, "I mother, pray for me," and you pray for you, you know, stupid, stupid shots, no? no. But anyway, and and then I say, I don't want to go anymore with you, Father Benjamin, because I feel stupid for mm-hmm. doing nothing there, you know. Yeah. Uh, I want to go. I want to go to the theology class to see what's happening, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then Benjamin say went to went to Hines saying, "Father Thomas, you don't want to come with me." Okay. Mm-hmm. So he comes. Hines come to me. He say, "You don't want to go to work? Go to the kitchen for a month." And I say, "Okay, I will go. You want two months? Don't reply me like that." Mm-hmm. You know. And then what happened? He say, "What? What? What now? I don't care." Mm-hmm. You know. And he, so what, what, what did he punish you with? Two months of of kitchen. Yeah. He two punished you for two, two months for saying I didn't two want to go there. Kitchen, two months of kitchen and, and two months of suspension. Father Isidore was in Germany at this time for, with Father Joseph, no? Oh. For before before the pilgrimage, and when the Father Isidore came back, 
maybe after a couple of weeks, uh, uh, after this, uh, okay, this uh, argument with Ines, I went to Faisidor. I say to you know complain, you know, Faisidor, Ines, it's, it's you know, he uh, punished me with his uh, team for for to do that. You know, for me, it's it's unfair, no? Yeah. And he said, okay, no worry about this, no. And yeah. then in in the middle of the cult, Faisidor called me and say, you are, uh, you you can go and celebrate mass. Go. So okay. then, and then I went to celebrate mass. If Father Oliver give me the mass, give me the, the altar beside Hines. So <laughs> imagine, Hines was celebrating in St. Joseph, I think, and I was in Maria Reina, and then oh. I, I remember an appearing day, and Hines turned around, and she was, Hines was like, a, his face was totally, Jesus, like a, like a devil. Oh yeah. Total. He was needed to take off the, the kasuya off, to come to come to me, you know, but he yeah. he and then he's saying nothing, no. But the, a lot After of these, that, a lot of these issues came from the clamped environment and not having very many very many tasks to do and living on top of each other, right? This was very infighting kind of uh, things, power games going on, no. Yes, yes, and yes, and, and, uh, say to, to to me go and celebrate mass and that's it, you know, and. But it, it, it was many, it, that's what happened, no? In between Felicitor and Ginez, it was, you know, it was a lit, many arguments, many yeah. different, you know? Yeah. I think. Yeah, Father, I think, Father openly said when he was alive that he didn't uh, he didn't really like Ginez, so. No, he no was trusting they, him. They, 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 when, when, when Elias died, they, they really hadn't, you know, if they wanted a Spaniard there, it was mm. one or, they had two, one or two choices. And you know he was Hines was one of the choices, yeah. um, and I don't think I think Isidar was trying to cover up a lot of stuff, and yeah. and because he, he he definitely he, he didn't use Hines he didn't let him do a lot for a while a good while, mm. you know. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Many Hines took maybe one year to know little things that Father Leah have with you know because Father Isidore was even Father Isidore was was giving an open account, bank account, and was dropping some money to him. Was father, o sea, the, the, the Father Elias account no passed directly to, to Ginés or nothing. Yeah. You know, Faisiro took this account and he would drop some money to, to Ginés account for his expenses, you know, petrol, phones. But Ginés was many times complaining to Father Benjamin, like, Jesus, Father is hiding some secrets of stuff. I can't see more, you know, I feel like a like a, like a, he is banning, banning me, you know, many stuff. I don't know yeah. what's happening. I don't know what, 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 what money we have in the account. I don't know yeah. nothing for a year. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically when Hines took over that position, it was, you know, he was given a car, Elias's car, but he mm. was sent to Palmar like everybody else each day for the first mm -hmm. year. Mm. Like he wasn't, he didn't, he just bit by bit, I think he started yeah, getting no, didn't trust him. But but explains his later later when he was crowned his bitterness and his feeling of triumph. No, he always always was was noticeable by Chinese. He always wanted to be liked, and he didn't know any other way but to try and force people to like him. No? Mm -hmm. But to think about it, think about this, John. And Juan, will, I think, will back me up on this one. I mean, Chinese wasn't Chinese was an electrician, mm. yeah. and he was he wasn't sent out on the missions. I mean, he had no real important role there. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they knew he was a strong character. They knew that. Yeah, yeah. and exactly, he's streetwise as well, in which they needed if they were going to be hiding money or 
dodging yeah. taxes as they did, you know. Um, yeah. Going back quickly, Juan, I, I, I was made aware that you used to look after the old priests within the order. Is that true? That's right, yeah. That's right. And what, what was it like to get medicine? If somebody was sick, was there ever was there ever obstacles for you getting medication for these priests? Uh, sometimes, sometimes uh, I had for five Damian give me the, the you know this medication. Father Joseph Al had to take this medication. Father huh. uh, Father Arturo had to take this medication. Father um, uh, what do you call Justo, Father, uh, Justo yeah. as well. Um, and I remember this kind of Father Justo because I was in the in the general house, you know, and doing the doing calendars and devotionaries. Oh. And, and I saw Father Justo in his room, and he was, you know, full of flame in the in the throat. And he was. It's fine, hard to breathe. Yeah. Hard to breathe, you know, hard to breathe. And I said to Father Andres, Father Andres. This, the father used to need to go to the hospital to take all the fluids and antibiotics and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. If I to was was a little bit aware, you know, he he knew what you know what happened, you know, but he was <gasps> so. And then I, and I said again, if I, if I, if I, um, I talk with, yeah. with with Andres and and if I, uh, Father Pablo, I said, please talk to to Santo Padre or, or to or to Father Isidore for to bring Father Justo to the hospital. And Clemente, he listen, He was listening to the conversation, and he said, "Silencio, silence. You know, get out of here. Get out and close the door. Get out." And then Santo Padre, Father Justo needs some, some uh, to go to the hospital, uh, to to be to the hospital. Get out of here. Nothing. Close the door. Mm-hmm. If I God wants to 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 make a miracle, he will do. You know, Palmar have a crypt. We have the, you know, in Palmares, the solution. So, yeah, just example what a crypt is in Spain, a crypt is where you put the, the dead people, like a graveyard yeah. underground where you put people in a wall. So, that's the crypt in Palmares. So, he's basically saying, let them die, you know? Yes, exactly. They let him die, yes, you know, and Father Justo died after one hour. And I, I saw his face, totally horrific face. He was, his hand was, you know, um, you know, you know, taking the, the blankets to strong, you know, and his face, the mouth open. It was terrific, terrific. And, 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 I, and Father Josephat as well, she complaining in English with me. She said, I want to go to the doctor because no permission. Mm. And then I'm talking with Father Federico, Father Federico, the, the little man, Father Federico as well, complaining yeah. to me. He was, you know, from, he was from Northern Ireland. I think he's one of the savages. He's one of the, yeah. the, the savages' uncle. Yeah, okay. So, and Father Father Camilo as well. I talk with Father Camilo. And Father Camilo is saying, he said, my knees has some problem in the knees, and I know there is a, a it's a it's a specialist doctor, but Father Isidore, and they don't want me to, they don't want to allow me to to go to the uh, specialist. And what, what, what was really, the reason being? Do you think was that to save money, or are they just heartless, or what was the reason? No, I, I don't think about money because we have a lot of money. Mm. You know, because when I when I, when in the nineties, you don't know, between the nineteen ninety six to two thousand, in every every mass we celebrate, we, we celebrate. We were asking for the economic help to the church. No, yeah, I, I know. Um, I read the sermons. <laughs> you know, and, you know, and and then and then I saw Father Isidore buying new frames, you know, and oil uh, frames, uh, you know, candelabros, um, mm. buying jewelry. 
buying mm. colonies, you know, colonies for him, new cars, you know. And you think, what? What is that? You know, I, I say, what is that? And then Clemente try to try to rationate the, the food. You know, yeah. we need to eat less. We need to um, don't buy too much fruit. You know, mm -hmm. we, but he was eating good. You know, he was yeah. eating good but fish. Good, a lot of you know. a lot of double standards. So, what was the reason you think? Was it just they just didn't care about these old priests, or what was it? Yeah, I think, I think, because they was complaining. You know, look, Father Father Camilo had some argument the, uh, because. Father Camilo was have a little doubt about Palma mm. in the doctrine. In the doctrine, mm. you know? the doubt, Father, the the doubt, doubt. Yeah. yeah, Father, Father, uh, what do you call the other Father German? Uh, uh, what do you call it? Father Bernardo have some arguments. Father Boniface some arguments as well about doubts about Palma about yeah. the doctrine. I just stop there. What, what was the doubt? What was uh, Father Camillo's doubt? Because he was a missionary in Ireland, very well liked by a lot of people. Exactly. No, he he knew many many things in the in the Palmarian doctrine was against the Catholic tradition. Okay. He said to me. Okay. Sorry, guys, we've about two minutes left for the hour. Okay. okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no Anyway, so you, so you want to finish up? Would you want to finish up for with Juan? Do I want to say something about Juan? Juan has his own um, podcast in Spanish. What's it called yeah. again, Juan? Yeah, it's Damaso Maria Testimonios Palmarianos, Palmarian Experience. It's in Facebook, and I have a just this web page in Facebook, and I have a, my podcast in Anchor. It's a Damaso Maria Testimonios Palmarianos. Uh, uh, it's in Spanish. I have a, like a 50 or 60 episodes uh, talking about my experience in Palmar, you know, uh, about everything I remember in Palmar. Uh -huh. uh, and I try to help people. So basically, Juan's um, is the only Spanish podcast that we are aware of anyway that, you know, that criticizes Palmar, no? Yes. Uh -huh. Okay, so guys, you want to just finish up here because it's just going to cut off. We're only an hour. Okay. Um, yeah, just we very quickly. Get, get one again if we need them. Yeah, that's no what one. I said. Yeah, just so you, you know, just you know, only to, to say to the people, to the people, the listener, you know, the Palmaran fake, Palmaran story is a fake, is a scam, and a scam. There's no nothing, nothing even valuable in Palmar. It's no Catholic yeah. tradition. It's just, uh, the people are not well prepared. They don't know even the catechism. You know, Father Braulio, Father, even the Pope, it is uh, Pedro felt. Peter the third, he don't know about Catholic tradition. He don't know about the doctrine. He don't know what to do in, in, in hiding in his dependence and you know enjoying his phones and and computer. But I think in Palmar it's nothing, nothing good, and nothing okay. good. It's nothing, it's nothing about the God and nothing about the Virgin Mary. Everything was a fake, was a scam. Everything was a lie. That's mm. I have to say, and I can't show that. I can't show with with documents. That everything yeah. it was uh, a scam. That's yeah, it. so we, we, maybe we'll have you on again, Juan. And thanks very much for your time. No problem. When it will be a pleasure to to come back again to the podcast because it's it's good it's good people listening. You know, yeah, people need to know that fifty years is a lot of a lot of things to cram in. There's a lot of information, so that's why it always goes it broadens. You know, the the team always broadens to more topics. Yes. So I, I would consider I would consider Juan an expert in Palmar. Mm. Uh, well, from the from the time Listen, we better go, lads. Listen, thanks okay. everybody. Okay, we'll talk to you okay. again soon. Thank you. Take bye, care. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. bye, bye, guys. Bye. Take care.